You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Thank you for making us your first listen here on a Tuesday. Plenty to get to on this episode of the podcast. A busy, busy Monday out there. Kalani Satake pretty fired up in his weekly press conference about the issues his team suffered in the loss to Baylor and wanting to correct them going into Washington State. Who might BYU actually be facing on the opposite sideline against Washington State? We got some clarity on that with Nick Rolovich as well as four of his assistants getting dismissed by the Washington State football program and Washington State administration. We'll dig into that and we'll catch you guys up on a bevy of other news involving BYU athletics. So a lot to get to on today's show and it is brought to you by our title sponsor Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, without further ado, though, let's get rolling here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 19th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every single day. We want to be the first thing you listen to to get caught up on all things BYU news. So thank you for your support. Please follow the show wherever you listen to your podcast, as we are free and available on all podcasting platforms. And once again, thank you for your support of the podcast. No time like the present to dive into the news of the day, and there's kind of a two-headed thing here. Normally on Tuesdays, we recap what we learned from Monday's media availability for BYU, but there's a more pressing story out there involving BYU, and that is the Washington State football program that is very much in turmoil now as they get ready to host BYU this coming Saturday. Yesterday, the word coming down yesterday evening that Nick Rolovich, head coach of the Washington State Cougars, He's been fired for cause for being non-compliant with the state of Washington's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. He had sought a religious exemption to that order, but it was denied according to what we heard from Pat Chun as well as the university president, I think Dr. Scholes or something like that, who was speaking to the media last night about it. But he has been fired. He's been dismissed, I guess is the correct term. And along with four of his assistants, uh, R- Ricky Logo, who coached defensive line, defensive tackles, John Richardson, who's the assistant head coach and cornerbacks coach, also dismissed. Craig Stutzman, co-offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, who actually actually was taking over play calling duties in the past few weeks for the Cougars. And then Mark Weber, the former BYU assistant, uh, coaches offensive line for Washington Washington State, excuse me. All four of them, so five coaches in all from Washington State staff have been dismissed or they're in the process of having their employment terminated by the university. Absolutely crazy, crazy development. We all were waiting to see what it would be like, and now we don't know exactly what we're going to see Saturday as Washington State welcomes the BYU Cougars up to Martin Stadium on the Palouse. Defensive coordinator Jake Dickert will serve as Washington State's interim head coach in the time being, but he only has a staff of essentially six people that he's working with now, as well as maybe some odds and ends like in terms of graduate assistants and 
student assistants, analysts. I, I don't know what they're going to be able to cobble together. We do know that five full-time coaches, including the head coach, Nick Rolovich, have been dismissed from their posts up there in Pullman. What a wild, wild deal. I do wonder what BYU will be running into when they face off against Washington State on Saturday because, as I said, Craig Stutzman had been serving as the play caller for Washington State's offense. They run that run and shoot. Jaden Delora, he's looked very good and very comfortable in that system. It's a system he is very, very familiar with. He's been running it since he was in junior high school or some such. So this is just a crazy, unprecedented situation because we've never seen a coaching staff refuse a vaccine because, let's be honest, we haven't ever lived in a global pandemic before and they have been since dismissed it's just a, it's a crazy crazy deal to see this shaking out and spare me your guys's uh what do you want to call it? your politics i'm not trying to delve into that whether it's right or wrong for nick rolovich to uh, go out there and decide what's right for him he made his stand he made his own decision so he's gonna have to live with that he has been dismissed now the other coaches have to step forward and lead the way for these 123 washington state football team members who are going to be looking to rally around one another this is a very, very interesting week for the Washington State football program, and I'm not quite sure what to make of what BYU will be facing on Saturday. One thing I do know as of, let's see, so we're currently recording this podcast at 9 p.m. Mountain Time, so 9 p.m. Mountain Time, Monday evening, October 18th, based on a conversation I had with some staff members down at BYU earlier this evening, not even more than an hour ago, so around 8 p.m. Mountain Time, they were fully intending to play this game. And I don't see Washington State forfeiting unless there's some extraordinary circumstance where something that they did not anticipate comes to the forebear and they will have to cancel this game. If they do cancel the game, well, you're going to probably take a forfeit. You're going to be paying the buyout, which is probably, I guess, the standard contract, it seems like, is one to one and a half million dollars. So I fully intend or fully expect, I fully intend to watch BYU taking on Washington State Saturday afternoon at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time on Fox Sports 1. I, Like I said, I would take something pretty extraordinary, it feels like to me, to see that not happen. But a lot of the crazy things are happening because we're looking at it right now. The AAC apparently is going to pillage the Conference USA for teams and uh, now Washington State has lost their head coach because of a COVID-19 max- vaccine mandate. Just a lot of crazy things happening. And I, like I said, I just don't know what to make of it. Uh, Brian Smith is the offensive coordinator and also running backs coach. I would assume uh, he will take over play calling responsibilities. Uh, he's also the associate head coach, according to the titles on Washington State's website. So I would assume he probably takes over play calling duties and leads this Washington State offense. But as I said, you're working with about half a staff if you're really looking at it. Andre Allen, the wide receivers coach, still on staff. Kyle Krantz, special teams coordinator. Mark Banker, safeties. Uh, A.J. Cooper, edges. Uh, just there's a lot of coaches still there. But when you're working with about half the guys you had been working with and they've been summarily dismissed within the period of, what, 48 hours and Washington State coming off a three-game win streak or coming into this game against BYU on a three-game win streak, just some crazy, crazy stuff that I never thought I would see play out. But here we are. So more on this as the week progresses, obviously, as we get more and more details, more information, comments from coaches and the like. But 
the situation, it's completely unprecedented in many ways. Just nuts. And Kalani Sitake was asked about the situation about Nick Rolovich. And to be clear, this comment from him that we're going to play momentarily came hours before we officially knew that Nick Rolovich was on his way out of Pullman. But a very interesting comment nonetheless from Kalani Sitake. And he freely admits he hasn't necessarily been paying the closest of attention to what's going on with Rolo. You know, I, I've been so into our season and our games. I haven't even looked into that as much. I mean, I've literally just found out about all the, I don't think I know enough about it to even make a comment, to be honest with you. I got other things to worry about. I know Coach Rolo, I know he's a good coach and he has a really good staff. And so I'm, I'm not sure I'm the expert enough to, to comment on that. I'm trying to get our team to get off of this stinking losing streak, man. That's frustrating me right now. And all my attention is on that. But I don't think I have enough information to make a comment, Jay. Sorry. So there you go, Kalani Sitake explaining his stance on the Nick Rolovich stuff. And I completely believe him when he says he just doesn't have enough information because these coaches, their livelihoods are on the line. And he knows he's up against it with the two-game losing streak. And up against it probably sounds a little harsh, but you can tell. The two-game losing streak, it is wearing on Kalani Sitake. And we'll get to more of why it's wearing on him here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Prize Picks. If you haven't tried this out, I want you guys to give it a shot. It's daily fantasy made easy. Really simple concept. The leader in college sports daily fantasy, speaking of our friends at Prize Picks, they offer more college football props than anybody in the world. And they offer any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, interceptions thrown. Just you think about it, they've probably got it for you guys. You pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times back on any entry, and it's just you versus those projected numbers. Prize Picks does allow uh, mixed sport entries, so you can venture into the NBA, the NFL, or whatever other sports you're interested in. And the best part is, your entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. You can go to their website, prizepicks.com, or download their award-winning app on your app store, regardless of whatever app you happen to be using. And while you're there, when you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You heard that right. A 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code Locked On. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use that promo code Locked On for that 100% deposit match. Or go to your app store and download the app today and get started. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. As mentioned in the open of today's show, our title sponsor on today's podcast is our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to store to stock or store all the parts your car will need. Why would you endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions that they are asking you at the counter while they order parts on your computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You've got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and also in your pocket, so take advantage of it. Rock Auto wants to save you both time and money when using their resource. Why would you willingly choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% markup for the same parts from a chain or chain store, excuse me, or a car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com? They're a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and they want to take care of you guys. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could ever need for your vehicle. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. While you're at rockauto.com, Make sure you write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. We want some credit for you guys going to check out their fantastic resource. So check it out. That's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Check them out now at rockauto.com. 
Once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day every day. Kalani Sitake spoke to the media yesterday in his weekly press conference, and I can tell you one thing. He was not happy about that loss against Baylor. It stuck with him, and he had a lot of thoughts to get off his chest. He was more animated and a little more fired up than he normally is when it comes to his press conferences, but I also understand that. His team is on a two-game losing streak. He saw his team at the point of attack in both the offensive and defensive trenches just get absolutely physically manhandled when they went up against Baylor on Saturday. That is about as irksome for a coach to see your team just physically beaten up. That's pretty irksome if you're a coach. And Kalani Satake, well, he summed it up with this nice little tidbit. Here you go. That really bugs me. Now, that comment was made in relation to what happened on Saturday against Baylor, and he started off his comments with some overall thoughts on what happened against the Bears, where he wants to see improvement, and why this game against Washington State he did not know at this point that Nick Rolovich wouldn't be there, obviously, but why this week against Washington State is an important week for his team to get back into the win column, hopefully. Here you go. I'm not feeling all that great about the loss, but the opportunity for us to move on and get better and perform a lot better than we did the last two weeks now. So we got to get off this losing streak, and the best way to do it is get back to work, get to practice, work hard, stay focused on our next opponent, and then learn from the mistakes and shortcomings that we had. We didn't match their physical presence well enough to earn a victory. You can tell in Kalani's voice, if you really listen closely, that he is very, very upset about how his team performed against Baylor. And he talked, well, he was actually asked about just kind of the injury issues that BYU is facing. There's been a lot of talk about the fact that BYU doesn't have their bye week until after week 10 of the season. It's very, very late, mid-November practically, before they get a week off. And this team's going through it right now, folks. Uh, revealed uh, by Elisa Tuiaki, BYU's defensive coordinator, that three defensive linemen left the game against Baylor and did not return. Kalani Sitake named at least one of them, saying Jacob Palu was probably the most likely that might be a season-ending injury. I'm hearing from some people inside the program that is indeed a season-ending knee injury for Palu. There's also some posts on Instagram from Palu, as well as Caden Haas, another nose tackle for BYU. Both of them at the hospital undergoing MRIs. BYU's defensive line got absolutely pummeled in this game against Baylor and it sounds like they came out worse for the wear with some injuries cropping up. I believe also Earl Tuioti Mariner left the game, was dinged up for a little bit as well as Gabe Summers. Here's hoping fingers crossed that they're healthy because BYU cannot afford to lose massive amounts of guys along that defensive line. It's a little deeper of a position than some of the other positions on the field, but it... They cannot afford to be losing guys at the rate they're losing them right now. And that's a big concern going into Washington State. But Kalani Sitake, he doesn't want to hear it. He says it's not an excuse. Here's what he had to say. We're midseason, so there's guys that are banged up and guys that are playing through some injury. Guys aren't 100%. That's that's the game of football. And so we're depending on depth and, and talent, but sometimes the inexperience shows up a little bit. But it's time to grow up and get better and toughen up. We're not 100%, but neither is Washington State and neither was Baylor. There's a lot of guys that are banged up right now. That's what happens in, in the game of football throughout the season. Just got to tough it out. Depending on depth is one thing, but as Kalani Sitake said, that depth has got to step up. He needs to see his young players who are going to be given an opportunity. If there are some longer-term injuries going into this game against Washington State, 
you're going to be relying on some really young guys and some walk-ons potentially to come in and play against the Cougars. Now, Washington State runs a very different offense. The run and shoot out of kind of a spread formation, very different from what Boise State as well as Baylor have done and what they did against BYU. But if I'm Washington State, I'm probably looking at that film from the past two games for BYU and saying, you know what, we got Max Borgie, who's a very good running back. Let's run it at BYU and see what they do. BYU's got to be able to answer the bell and be the more physical team. And Kalani Sitake laid that out for the reporters yesterday on the media call that we were on, saying that he wants to see his team get back to being the team that he believes they can be and be very physical in the trenches. We played a lot more physical in other games, and so it'd be nice to get some guys back and back to normal form, which means that they bring that physical mindset to the line of scrimmage. We need that on offense, and we obviously need it on offense and defensive line. That's something I want to own as a coach. I want to have our presence felt. Our identities at the O-line, D-line needs to show up for us to have a chance. I completely agree that the offensive and defensive lines need to show up to give BYU a chance in any game moving forward, but the defensive side of the football is the one that people really want to look at because BYU struggled mightily against Baylor. When you give up 300 rushing yards, that's abysmal. And Kalani Satake, I think if there's one stat that was glaring to him and probably had his blood boiling, it's that number, the 303 rushing yards. Just abysmal. Our good friends over at Cougar Stats in, uh, have actually put it out there. I saw this yesterday. BYU on first down is giving up an average of 4.6 yards on first down rushing. That means that on average, on first down, when a team against BYU runs the ball, they're getting themselves to anywhere between second and six and second and five. And that is completely unsustainable because when you get to second and five yards, the entire playbook is wide open for opposing teams. That is unsustainable. BYU has to figure something out on the defensive side of the football. And Kalani Sitake said that there is one thing above all else, or I guess a couple of things above all else, he wants to see improved to hopefully improve their fortunes on the defensive side of the football. I'm more disappointed and frustrated with the fundamentals of the game and, and the technique rather than the scheme or anything. I mean, we had 11 guys out there playing, but I don't think we tackled well enough. I don't think we got off blocks. And I don't think we're physical enough. So defensively, you need to be more physical. And that's surprising to hear. But we also need to get some guys back and some leadership to take ownership of the defensive front. It does seem a little bit like some leadership is lacking. Guys stepping forward and saying, you know, we ain't putting up with this no more. BYU needs to find those guys. They need to step forward and make their voices heard, lead by example, and just tell the guys, follow my lead. They need that because it's very evident that BYU is struggling right now. Now, last thing from Kalani Sitake's press conference I'm going to hit on today is I asked him the question, okay, Kalani, obviously you want to see the fundamentals improve. You just want to see your team do the little things better, but are you open to changing any schematic issues with your defense in hopes that that might cure some of the ills you're facing? And here's what his response was. Yeah, of course, we're open for all of that. I'm not close to changing. So whether it's scheme, personnel, whatever it may be, let's get the best 11 out there. There you go. So Kalani Satake is on the record as saying he is open to changing schematics if it is something that is advantageous for his team. Do I expect that is going to be something that he does and completely overhauls things going into the Washington State game? Absolutely not. Do I expect it to be overhauled in the next two weeks? No. But at least the thought is there from him at looking at what they might do a little bit differently to hopefully reverse their fortunes and get back into the win column, nix this two-game losing streak in the bud, and move on with a win up there at Wazoo. But 
Only time will tell to see if BYU's renewed emphasis on physicality, doing the fundamentals better, and getting some leadership to step forward. We'll see if that comes to the, comes to the forefront when we see them take on Washington State Saturday afternoon. All right, coming up in just a moment, we'll catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday. And there's a lot of different things out there. By the way, a certain BYU quarterback that some people seem to think is the problem for BYU's issues, which I completely disagree about, just got a weekly award. We'll dig into all of that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Sweatblock. This is a really, really cool thing. Sweatblock wipes, for a few weeks now we've been talking about them, the wipes that stop sweat for seven days. And it seems that people have been listening. We have friends over on Locked On who have tried Sweatblock, including yours truly, and absolutely love it. We have a story here about a high school teacher when he'd pit out by fourth period Period, he'd hear the snickers and whispers from his students, so he started bringing a second shirt to change into between classes. Then he heard about Sweatblock on our program. He tried it, and he's now hooked. No more snickers, no more second shirt. It's a really, really cool thing, folks. And the stories go on and on about this, so that's what it is all about when it comes to our friends over at Sweatblock. They want to make it so that no matter what your situation you find yourself in, you don't pit out. You don't have to change clothes. You, don't, you can be comfortable and confident in wearing what you want to wear. That's what we want to tell you guys Sweatblock can do for you. It stops excessive sweat for seven days per use. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. They also feature a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock does not keep you dry, you get your money back. It's not just for armpits, chest, back, feet, hands. Use it anywhere. And I mean anywhere that sweats. If you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat, you have to tell them to check out Sweatblock. You get it for 20% off today at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on. It's also available on Amazon and at your local CVS pharmacy on the shelves there. But if you want to save that 20% off, go to sweatblock.com and use the promo code locked on. One final time out on today's show to talk to you about our friends over at Elevate Fitness. Rich Hart and his team have been an absolute lifesaver for me, and I mean that quite literally. Over the past eight months or so, I have lost over 45 pounds, and I am as feeling as good as I have felt in many, many years. I'd actually venture to say I'm feeling as good as I did the day I came home from my mission as a 21-year-old. It's been, what, 15 years now almost, it feels like, but nonetheless, they have been absolutely life-changing for me over at Elevate Fitness. The simple concept is they're going to teach you guys when you go meet with them about what insulin and insulin resistance does in our everyday lives. It's absolutely the key to losing weight, and it's all based on studies done by Dr. Ben Bickman down at BYU. All of the work they do at Elevate Fitness is based on his research. He's a PhD. He knows what he's talking about. He's done the work, the research to back it all up. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I'm a walking testimonial, folks. I was weighing nearly 270 pounds. I'm currently walking around at just under 220 pounds. Think about that. Absolutely life-changing. But the more important part, I'm metabolically healthy. I'm not just necessarily losing just the fat. I'm feeling, like I said, as good as I have felt in years. I want you guys to give it a shot if you are looking to do this. Even if you're not trying to lose a lot of weight like I was, it can still help you guys out. So go to insuliniq.com slash elevate to learn more. That's insuliniq.com slash elevate. While you're there, you can sign up for a free initial consultation with Rich or one of the members of his team. And that initial consultation is completely free. No strings attached. They are not going to pressure you into signing something. They're going to continue to harass you. If it's not for you, 
you move on. But it's really, really simple. As I said, I'm a walking testimonial for this company and absolutely love what they've done for me and hope they can do the same for you. So once again, please go to insuliniq.com slash elevate, check it out. And when you meet with Rich and one of the members of his team, tell them that Jay Catch and Locked On Cougar sent you. They'd be happy to talk to you guys about what they can do for you and tailor a plan that fits your specific needs. So once again, that's insuliniq.com slash elevate. Tell them that Jay Catch and Locked On Cougar sent you when you stop by. Before we go here on this Tuesday edition of the show, let's run around the BYU Sports Universe and catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a Cougar fan. Let's start off with BYU football. Sophomore quarterback Jaron Hall was named the Independent Offensive Player of the Week for Week 7 of the 2021 season by College Sports Madness. As we all know, Hall completed 22 of 31 passes, 342 yards, a career high there, and a touchdown in the 38-24 loss at number 20-ranked Baylor. He also rushed for a 56-yard touchdown touchdown the longest of his career so those of you out there who are saying that Jaron Hall is the reason why BYU has lost the past two games neener 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 he didn't lose the past two games folks he's absolutely balled out he's passed for a grand total of 644 yards and you're saying he's the problem okay you need to reevaluate some things if you think Jaron Hall is the problem I get the Baylor Romney's probably the guy you preferred initially and you're just taking some of your bias and carrying it over but you know what Jaron Hall's QB1, folks, until he's knocked out by another injury, which, knock on wood, does not happen. I I sincerely hope that does not happen. He's the guy for the Cougars, unless the coaching staff sees something that they feel like they need to make the switch. But so far, I have seen nothing that indicates to me they are going to make that switch. Other news, BYU's number 5-ranked men's cross-country uh, team. Their top runner, Connor Mance, was honors the NCAA Division I National Men's Co-Athlete of the Week, as announced by the U.S. Track and Field Coaches Association. That came out on Monday. He garnered the award after finishing first with a course record 22-minute, 47-second performance in the men's 8K at the FSU Cross-Country Invite slash Pre-Nationals down there in Tallahassee last week. Congratulations to Connor. It's his second such award in three weeks. Dude is absolutely getting it done. Manson the Cougars will be back in the West Coast Conference Championships at Newhall Community Park in Concord, California, Friday, October 29th, as they gear up for a one, another run at a national title. The women's golf program is currently ranked number 23 in the country in the Mizuno WGCA Coaches Poll that was released Friday by the Women's Golf Coaches Association. It is the first such ranking for BYU in the top 25 since 2017. The Cougars completed their fall season in four events winning two of them so when you complete a 50 percent win conversion pretty dang good uh the top five finishes in all four fall events vaulted the cougars into the national poll like i said since the first time of april of 2017 they're also ranked 23rd in the recent golf stat top 25 division one poll released october 13th so congratulations to the women's golf program well done obviously they'll be getting ready for their spring season and hopefully continuing to carry that momentum forward now two final notes for you guys is that BYU as a university is one of four universities partnering on a new four million dollar NFL grant to study the prevention and treatment of hamstring injuries among football players BYU is joining the lead researchers at the University of Wisconsin and Madison and those at the University of Michigan and University of Virginia on the multi-year effort this is the the first NFL-funded study on hamstring injuries, the most common injuries suffered by NFL players, with nearly 75% of such injuries resulting in missed time for those players. The project aims to do a few different things. One, 
determining what musculoskeletal characteristics might make an athlete more disposed to hamstring injuries, and two, better processes for injury mitigation and prevention. Researchers at BYU, including BYU Athletics Coordinator of Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation, Brett Morrison, will systematically image the hamstrings of every football player annually and follow up with MRIs for those who suffer hamstring injuries. This is encouraging stuff, folks. I've heard a number of you over the years say that soft tissue injuries should not be happening at BYU like hamstrings. Well, maybe, just maybe, this study can help figure out some things and answer a few questions about how BYU and the rest of the football community can do better about hamstring injuries. As a guy who has only suffered minor hamstring injuries in my life, I have talked to enough people who say that a major hamstring injury is just absolutely debilitating. I sincerely hope I never suffer one, but it just does not sound pleasant at all. It seems like it just affects every part of your life because it's such a major muscle and it's such a major muscle group as part of your everyday life. So I think this is actually really cool, and congratulations to Brigham Young University on that honor. Now, the final thing today is the BYU men's basketball March Midnight Madness, excuse me, not March Madness, Midnight Madness returns to the Marriott Center this year to help start up the 2021-2022 season, and it specifically encourages BYU students to get excited for the new season ahead. Doors will open Friday at the Marriott Center at 10.15 p.m. The event will begin at 11 p.m., obviously. It's Midnight Madness. It is primarily intended as a student event. Various activities will be taking place on the floor to help introduce BYU's men's and women's basketball teams to those in attendance. Fans who are in attendance are asked to wear black. There are a lot of promotions going on. They're going to have a DJ. Should be a pretty fun night. Food and drink will be available. So if you're interested in doing something on a late night on Friday night, check that out. I can tell you guys this much based on how my work schedule is going. I will not be in attendance at it, but hope you all that do go attend have a great time. All right, that's going to do it for this Tuesday edition of the show. Hope you all are doing great, as I mentioned. And thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Want to encourage you guys now to get over to Locked On Big 12 and get caught up on everything in the Big 12 conference with our friend Josh Neighbors. He gets you up to speed on everything in the conference in 30 minutes or less. And it is free free and available on all podcasting platforms just like this one. So check that out as soon as we're done here. Also, make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, please follow us, Locked On Cougars. Also, you can follow me at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter as well. And as always, you can email the show, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. All right, that'll do it. Have a great rest of your day. Hope you all are doing fantastic out there in Cougar Nation. Until next time, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 19th, 2021, and we will catch you guys manana. Manana.